Hello and welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast in association with Betfred. Betfred is a company from Salford and that opened its first shop in 1967 and is owned by Fred Doan, who currently sponsors the United We Stand podcast. With me, I've got John Ashton, Anthony Bloom, Stu Edwards and James Young. Um, after a, a victory against West Ham, a David Moyes, typical David Moyes West Ham, um, but we'll come on to that shortly. John, what did you think generally? Um, I think it was a performance that pretty much sums up where we're at right now. Um, some control of the game, some issues if you've got to rest one or two players, and also some issues with in terms of up front, in terms of putting your chances away. Um, one good thing is that we've I think that's five games at home now without conceding a goal, which has been a while since we've yeah. probably Ferdinand and Vidic days since we've done that. Um, so there's plenty of positives to come from it. You know, West Ham are quite a good side, but. He's got to mix the team up a little bit, and I think today it showed that he's mixed the team up a little bit. Um, a few of the star performers didn't really perform, but you've got the win against a good side, uh, you know, and you move on. And yeah, yeah, it's on. a good win. Um, first half, I thought we were decent. I was a bit worried in the second because I think for David Moyes' side, they had quite a lot of the ball. You and me both. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the shoulder resilience in the end, and from from what I heard, the guy pulled off a good save. We were out of the ground by then, um, but yeah, it's nice, no, good performance in the end, and it's a win. So I'll take it all day long. James, what was the teenage view of the match? Yeah, it was it was good. I think a very solid performance, like you were saying. Uh, I think Rashford again, you know, come on to it a bit later. But I thought the fact that I've never really seen head the ball properly like that before. It always seems to sort of great to see, you that, know, like wince out of it. Yeah, if only he was here on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like solid performance. Um, I think as well with Moyes, his teams, and he's done it every single time he's played at Old Trafford. They've just sat back and defended, and as soon as United got that goal, it was like, well, that's it now, isn't it? Because they're just not gonna not gonna come back. Stuart. I don't agree. It was a solid performance. I thought it was a very messy, untidy performance, especially in the final third. And if it wasn't probably for two people who play at the left side of our defence, we probably wouldn't be studying saying it was 1-0. No, that's fair enough. I think, um, as, as um, John pointed out, Rashford did score an header on Thursday, but it was... Um, I, I know what James means with that. There was a real um, desire yeah. to get to that ball, well, which goal, was great to goal, see. It reminded me almost of the one of Ronaldo scored in Rome. With a little chip yeah. to the far post and he burst his way. Yeah, yeah. The brilliant goal stuff like that. But you could tell with today though, the, the big elephant in the room was Harry Maguire. Yeah. And I'm not going to get on his case because mm. I, I think I still think he's a good player. I think he got something to offer. The crowd was on his case a little bit, but it was almost like I don't know. It's like the Weird, team, had, the team yeah. had to just get him through a game with yeah. a clean sheet. And it was and I, I mean, I think yeah, there was, was there felt, was three points um, where Ben Rama got through on that side, which was. Yeah, don't worry, really. And I, don't, it, I don't think the crowd helps. I don't think no, they didn't. Helps. They didn't. Seeing as though, you know, mm. it, if yeah. we're doing Maguire now, you know, I, I think um, if, if you you lads might not have seen the last couple of minutes, but he was great in the air. And I, I think the performance is a is a clue as to what type of team he suits. You know, it, when we're pushing up the field, you know, we're we're liable for a counter attack, and I think he can be a weakness in that sense. But. For a team defending their own penalty box, yeah. you know, I think he's still a great defender. At that. Yeah, yeah, he's good in the air. You know, he's good in the air. Yeah. You know, he can yeah. get his head to anything. He's a big lad. Um, but more than anything, he just looks like a player for me. And you could you could hold your hands up and say, yeah, you shouldn't be playing for United if you if you're that way inclined. But mentally, he just looks absolutely terrified right now. And I think today yeah. was one of them games where you go, yeah, you've got another clean sheet like you did on Wednesday when you come on Thursday. Mm and just build your confidence up a little bit. He might not be the answer, yeah. and he might be too yeah. high-profile to be a squad player, 
But I just I don't I don't get the crowd that was on his case today. No, I, as as we said, as we said on Thursday, that is that it doesn't sit well with me the crowd getting on with him. Uh, Every little thing that he does, it's kind they're of on his, yeah. they're on his back all the time. Yeah, it's become and that a bit, worries yeah. me. That it, it's, it doesn't it, sit well, me. All. It's become confirmation really bias a bit yeah, because, like people, yeah. like I saw one point where you know Martin has passed the ball to him sideways, Maguire passed, passed the ball back to him back sideways, yeah. and then Martin, then Martin has give it away to yeah. you know, yeah. and you know they're, they're, they're on Maguire's case, but not necessarily Martin. As yeah. players will always need to pass the ball, especially a, against a team like Moises who are you know sat back. Well, defending like, their own half it's like you know? certain yeah, sections yeah. of our support actually want him to fail yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've said yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. I've got mates going I told you shit two years ago they said I, like I told you so yeah, that yeah, he messed yeah. it up yeah. yeah there was a period in that first half mm. about halfway through the half and for about ten minutes where the crowd weren't exact they weren't booing but it was nervous sort of like energy and Maguire was getting blamed almost for a, a, any back pass even if it was being done by Bruno or Casemiro it was like ended up at Maguire's feet and, and it yeah. was he, I think it fed onto the pitch and then not just him but him, him especially probably was playing quite safe in some respects because he didn't want to give the ball away because yeah. he felt that mm. again he, he needed to get through this game maybe yeah. and you know keep a clean, a clean sheet was that um, there was that chance in the first half where West Ham broke away on the counter and De Gea had to basically come out and, and rescue and I think if that goal had gone in it would have totally changed it but I think like you were saying um, before he's okay against teams like West Ham because he has to do a lot more work in the box and that more suits him a bit more but when it when they come out more and they actually attack United he still looks a bit shaky in those sorts of areas yeah. Yeah. I think he'd be alright against a load of teams yeah. but he needs his confidence back and he's yeah. another one he, he looks like he's lost a yard of pace as well and he, he didn't really have it's, it to lose it's when he dives in in their half which he did that mm. on, on that occasion I think so yeah. when he's 10 yards inside their half and he dives in and doesn't win it but you also all of a sudden you also think to yourself if he doesn't dive in and win it he's not going to chase him and beat him yeah. anyway no and I, I think it is it's a real interesting one but I think we're all unanimous in the fact that you know people need to get off his back um, yeah. I don't necessarily think he'll be good enough for United and the way Ten Hag wants to play long term but at the same time you know he's done cracking job last 10 minutes there you know defending his own penalty box getting his head on the ball you know and I think he'll go to England you know Southgate's quite a negative manager plays in his own half I think he'll be really good for him too in well, the World you, Cup you but, noticed it early yeah. on he, I think Moyes even noticed it like from 10-15 minutes in they, they saw that he was a bit of a weak link there and they, they exploited that a little bit but like I said in the end when crosses come in he's really good in the air yeah yeah uh, as you also know with England They'll play yeah. like they'll play like Panama and then Chernobyl all the way to the semi-final anyway. So yeah. it's not like you've got to play any good sides, have you? Yeah. No, um, just on the lineup then. So we've already done Maguire, um, Ronaldo and Alanga was um, the two that were um, stand out to me. Um, Alanga, we were actually saying that he was ignored on Thursday, so we thought that is um, we thought that Ten Hag maybe maybe not fancy him, but he, he brought him on today and, and started him. Yeah, it's, it's almost weird that the yeah. team we played on Thursday night got onto a side from. Moldova or whatever where, where, is it no, yeah, Moldova, Moldova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was almost stronger than the one he's picked tonight and you have got to rotate a little bit I thought he deserved his chance I don't think he took it I think he was quite poor today Yeah. Um, but no I've, I've nothing against him playing like I said I've, I've got more he's another one he's, he's another very very easy easy target when it comes to the, the fans you know yeah I, yeah. I, I don't think I don't still think he covered himself though. in glory, but then again, other than the front three, I thought Rashford was fantastic. But Ronaldo was, was Anthony awesome. on the bench. No, and I wanted to come on to that as well because Anthony was let completely left out. Now I don't know how um, what that's got to do with Thursday. Um, and he, he after his manager gave him a ticking off, 
I noticed that he put something on Instagram around he'll never change or something. So I don't know if that's another uh, message from Ten Hag. I didn't even see that yeah. thing though yeah. on Thursday, like in the ground, no one really made a big deal out of the fact that he did some weird skill move and then afterwards it was like, everyone were going, oh, it's a disgrace, but it's yeah. like, it's not that. It's not the that manager said he didn't like it, though, didn't he? No. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, yeah, yeah, I said it at the yeah. time. I shut me out at the time what? because I think Casemiro was open at that point. Yeah, what made it worse? But, the pass didn't make it to anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's where it's come from. And then, obviously, you know the media are going to make it a massive issue like they always do. But do you know what? If the manager does, if, if this is the reason why the manager doesn't like it, it'll do him good to have that little kick up the ass. And, yeah. and the manager, he's not afraid to one bit. To, yeah. If it might, the team might suffer in the short term, He'll drop someone to give them a bit. He's sent a few messages out already, haven't he? Definitely, because I mean, even after Bright, um, Brentford, you know, Shaw wasn't seen for for weeks. And look how good he's Maguire playing. Maguire wasn't, yeah. and yeah, and he's on. You know, he's playing really well now. So, yeah, first half I want to come on to now. Um, obviously, we've already been Rashford um, getting the header, but one thing I noticed um, that I think United have got a good weapon with, especially against teams that defend deep, is Ericsson. Because before, obviously, he crossed for Rashford's goal, but there was a pass through to Alanga that was amazing as well. He's got that in his lock. I don't yeah, think I don't yeah. think it was his greatest game of turn. Like I said, sometimes he, he can give the ball away. And Fernandez is very similar in that sense. Fernandez almost has gone the other way, and he a little bit this year, where he's <laughs> he's tra- where he's trained or told not to go with a Hollywood ball a little bit. So his all round game's improved, but he's not playing them passes. Um, so obviously, his stats are affected a little bit in that sense. But yeah, Eriksen's got that in his lock. You'd hope that with those players, we have, I mean, Casemiro's. For me, he's another one who surprised me with how good he is with that ball and how, how much of an attacking threat he is. And I don't think those three covered themselves in a lot of glory today. I don't think they were great. They weren't great. Uh, no, no and, but it's hard work sometimes, you know. If you've got a, the, the great thing about that goal was it was it was Rashford's desire. It was the run he's made from the far yeah, post, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, that, and that's what helped you. Is that it's not necessarily he's picked him out. He's put a ball into the into a good area. Yeah. If Rashford stands at the far post, that's not a good ball. And it's, not, it's, it's as much as what the forwards get up to as much the quality of the, uh, the the midfielders. I think last year though we'd have struggled to break them down, like especially in the first half. Look how long it took United under Ragnick to score against West Ham last season. Yeah, yeah. Same fixture, same thing that Moyes did, but yeah. instead Rashford scored inside the first half, and it wasn't right at the end where United were really lucky in that game to to get a, a result, a, a win, because you know under Ragnick United couldn't break teams like that down. Yeah, and I think that's what I th- that was uh, my original point really, because I was saying Eriksson I think really helps with that because he's he's just a bit cleverer than the. the it was you a know, bit like, a bit like um, yeah. sort of the player that we wanted Matter to be, but he wasn't in yeah, a way. Yeah. And the fact that he's playing in the right position as well helps. I'll come on to Stuart about David Moyes. Um, Thanks. I've not got many <laughs> nice things to say about David Moyes, me, because I think you know when he, he, he turns up every year at Old Trafford, he puts this like stupid formation out where. It, Ten men behind the ball, everybody back for every set piece. I, I can't believe he was ever United manager, to be honest. Well, he was sat in the same seat today, wasn't he? Yeah, as when he was here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the, uh, the bench swap, so I'm sure he enjoyed that. Uh, no, it's a strange one because you, you watch at West Ham some weeks, especially at home, and you know they give teams that are really good, you know, game, and we're missing a couple of players, I think. But um, yeah, strange how they came today, and just the, the actual formation didn't really. Although they had a lot of the ball, they didn't really threaten. And I sat there thinking, oh, I stood there thinking they're not really going to threaten De Gea, and they didn't really. 
at the same time, I think they've probably they've gone away from me thinking I would I didn't get a point. They made a couple of that saves. Was when he changed though, because they were behind. He did, he did change. Yeah. yeah, he did make a couple of positive changes. Unlike you never felt worried today, though, did you? No, that's what I mean. We made one no, change and it was a, a, like a negative change. That, no, that, you lads didn't see the last five minutes. Yeah, though, well, no, yeah. no, yeah. we're slow. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I think yeah. if you're a West Ham fan or, or Moyes, you probably I'm sure he's saying on Sky right now that he's he can't believe that you know I've got a point here today. It is the same with the formation that's worked one time out of 59 against the top four. So you know you can't really blame him with that sort of. And it's not a coincidence. It's like I said before, though I was I was quite worried with how much they had it in the second half. And what you're repeating so, yourself? Like I said before, <laughs> like, no, but be, being a manager, before, being a manager, yeah. it's almost it's almost like there's two or three different jobs. It's all yeah. well and good being a manager who can play in the bottom half and get your results doing this that, and the other. Yeah. But it's also another one being one that's a top level who can train the yeah. best players and how many times has he lost to us one? I think that's, awful um, fit for United wasn't it? Yeah. well he lost probably more games as manager I think he's had like I saw a start he's had like 52 games against top 6 and he's I think he's like one, two if that yeah. it's, two, it's two blocks of five yeah. it's not it's not nice to watch and if, if you're a West Ham fan like I'd be, I mean, we were obviously moved at United, but I'd be bored to death watching that every week. Well, they are, well, they are a lot of their West Ham yeah. fans do get on his case, and the thing is, they've got some good players who are, you know, they've hit a bit of form, they're playing well. You've got centre half is suffering a crisis of confidence, and if you was a West Ham fan today, you go, well, why did we not have a go a bit earlier? You know, yeah. lose the game two three nil. They're very similar to the good Everton side he had ten years yeah. ago, aren't they? That's it. That's the yeah. peak. That's yeah. his level. That's his level. Yeah. Yeah. And like like Hans just said, it's a tragedy he was ever considered. It's like it's like considering Sam Allardyce. Or Sean Dyche, you know they're good. Get, they're yeah. good at what they do, yeah. but it's a massive different level. To yeah. I just can't even have it, me. That Alex Ferguson picked him. I'm, I'm not having it. I'm really not. Must have been about tenth choice <laughs> if that. How does a free case of beer sound? Well, things are feeling pretty all right about Manchester United at the moment, so you can celebrate with our very good friends at Beer Fifty Two. They're offering a free case of eight delicious craft beers from the Netherlands the home of Mr. Ten Hag. Simply go to www.beer52.com forward slash United and cover the meagre postage of £5.95 to receive your free case of Dutch beers now. Beer 52 is the biggest beer club in the world. Each month they send their members a case of beer from an exciting location across the globe. Their double Dutch case will take you on a beer trip around the Netherlands' finest independent craft breweries. You can try a double IPA from two chefs at a cool 7.5%. In De Molens, there's Op and Top, a beautifully easygoing pale ale. And on the dark side this month, there's Daily Grind, a sessionable stout by Mercertown. If dark beer's not your thing, you can choose the light-only case. Also included in your package is the ever insightful Ferment magazine. There's a couple of tasty snacks as well. And even if, after all that, you're still unsatisfied, you can simply pause or cancel at any time. Go to www.beer52.com forward slash united to claim your free case now. That's beer52. They're the numbers five two. Dot com forward slash united. 
Okay, so moving on to the second half, 10 hag changes I've put down. Um, 60, 60 minutes he moved Bruno over to the right and I really didn't like that because I thought he invited a lot of pressure. Yeah, he did exactly the same with Bruno on, on Thursday, didn't Chelsea, he? Put him yeah. on the right wing and I thought, what are you... Well, yeah, but anything, what, what, why? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Bruno's when you're never, on top, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Bruno's never going to take anybody on. He's not got the turn of pace to take anybody on. Yeah, he can find a cross or, or a pass, but it's just a bit of a, a dead substitution for me. A bit weird. Yeah, Yeah, I thought the same as well, but then... I don't know. I mean, I'm not a football manager, so there must be a reason as to why he did it. I think I don't mind him doing. I don't mind him bringing, like, putting three mm. in midfield. I mean, he he well, might have. He I might don't have, he might have taking your pace off. Why he might have saw that. something. He might have seen something that we didn't, yeah. or there might be an issue yeah. we, we don't know because yeah. there's, there's to be a reason as to why I he did it. I felt the same, but again, it's another clean sheet. So you know, sometimes you have to say maybe you've, you know because because we've had so yeah. many days when you put players on, invited pressure and conceded yeah. goals. And I just thought he's shown them too much respect in ways because I, I don't think he was, I don't think they were any good. So you know why we do that, and especially if he wants three midfield, you can still do that and keep pace out wide. You know I don't understand why there was a couple of balls that went Bruno's direction, yeah. and we would have been away, but because it was Bruno, we weren't. It, it still yeah. boils down to the fact though that again, it's another game where. We should have been out of sight, and we're not yeah. scoring the goals yeah. we should be scoring. Yeah. And he's he's literally gone. Well, if, if I have to trust my strikers or I have to trust my defenders, I'm going to go with my defenders because they're the ones who still keep keeping clean sheets. I like the it's, fact it's a good that, foundation yeah. to build on, isn't it? But I like the fact that we're getting by at the minute. He's got that resilience about him, so that that's a good point. But it comes down to it. we need in that main position we need someone extra in there that brings me on nicely actually when you're saying about resilience because um the last 10 minutes it really was we, we were bombarded pretty much and yeah. there was some players in that defense that i was really impressed with how they stood up one being the goalkeeper who don't get you know mm. prob probably enough praise at the moment because he was great he, he's he's another he sort of changed his game a little bit as well which he had to i think to stay in that team and i'm still not convinced that long term yeah. there's a lot of talk about the keeper from porto i'm not convinced that long term he'll be maybe the answer to what we want and he's already taught that if you want to stay you're going to have to take a massive pay cut which he should but he's, he, he can't come off his line you know when he, when he first signed he could pass a ball so I don't understand why, why, why he's turning to this so he's, he's always stuck on yeah. his line yeah. no, he's, he, I think he's done well this season about in the first few games I think the guy's done reasonably well and they had a lot of corners today yeah. You know, that was swung into his, his, you know, into the net. So I think he did deal with all of that quite well. Yeah, fair dues soon. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, lots of set pieces and lots of balls slung into the box. And we mentioned Maguire already, but um, Martinez as well just seems to get, get to like, his head to a lot of balls as well for, you know, for someone who can't defend in the air, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the fact as well that not many people are talking about De Gea proves that he's having a fairly solid season. Because, yeah. like, Towards the end of a couple of seasons under sort of Van Gaal and Mourinho, he, he's always got that thing in him where he's, he's prone to make a mistake and a, a big one as well. But it seems like this season, he's not really done that yet. He's not. I think there was one against Brentford, but since then, I think he's been fairly solid. The thing with goalies now is, though, if, if you want to play in a top team, you can't just have a shot stopper. You have oh. to have someone who sets oh. them attacks off. You have to. It's modern day football. You have to have a defender who can defend, yeah. but also can set the moves off. And that's what you, you saw it today that Maguire's lacking in what yeah. Martinez has. You still see with De Gea that he's not getting the ball forward quick enough. You know. And that's the thing with these keepers now. They are an extra player on yeah, that field now. It's one of them as well, isn't it? Like you, you probably <clears> wouldn't know how useful it would be until you've got it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, Martinez yeah. is yeah. exact. You know, in the last yeah. few games we've watched him, and you see when he gets the ball and how quickly he gets the ball forward, and you see other goalies the way they do the same thing like that. And so, it's modern football for you, isn't it? You know, yeah. Even, yeah. even like back in the day, even like Schmeichel and Van der Sar might have had to change their game 
to, to cope with the, with, uh, with the yeah. amount of money. So what we're saying is De Gea's doing well, but he's bound to have a fuck up on Thursday and so she does. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, United have got a big decision to make there, haven't they? Because I, I assume you don't often hear about players signing contracts for a huge, you know, pay cut. So no. And I wouldn't keep him on the terms that he's well, again, on. So how, how, no. how else is he going to ever get them sort of wages? Yeah. He's not going to make even if he cuts his wages in half. It's probably still more than anyone will pay him as a free transfer. Yeah, yeah. he will still be the highest paid keeper. If you look at the clubs that are interested in someone like a De Gea, I mean, they can't afford to pay that money. I mean, even someone like a, you probably wouldn't go there, but like a Barcelona or someone like that. A lot of the top top clubs now just aren't not going to pay that for someone like De Gea. He's not in the Spain squad. Mm. Like the three keepers that are in the Spain squad are playing at Bilbao, Brentford, and Brighton. Mm. You know, and I heard that. Isn't he, like, um, isn't he like five keepers in the preliminary well, squad? To, to, be, to be fair, I think yeah. I think the fact that he, know, he knows he's not going to be in it, and I think he's that high profile. Yeah. The manager's gone 55. Yeah. There's no point me having you in the 55 and then cutting you from the 23. You know. Yeah, but he's never really played Spain, has he? Do you remember that, that uh, the one against Portugal in the was it the World Cup yeah, where he just made that massive yeah. clanger? Yeah, and that's when he was on good form for United as well. He, he had a bad summer that year, I remember. Yeah. Um, just the next one, one next defender I wanted to come on to is Diego Dalot. Because, I mean, he got his head on some of them at the end as well. Yeah. And I couldn't see uh, some I, real back post headers. That was we, were, we were saying during the match, um, when he was at AC Milan on loan, couldn't stand the little bastards. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, well, I remember in that game. trying to get him carded or something? No, yeah, he tried getting yeah, him, get him at yeah, someone he sent yeah, off yeah, in that yeah. home game. Well, yeah. But well, fair play to him, since then, he's, yeah, he's, well. he's been... Fair I don't know whether long-term he might be the answer, but at the minute, he's doing all it's right. No yeah. coincidence, we mm. mentioned it on Thursday, he's definitely p- playing a lot higher up the pitch and cutting inside. Yeah. I've never doubted him coming forward. I always thought he was quite good. Defensively, I always thought he was a liability, but I think he's improved massively as a defender just out of interest does anyone know where Wan-Bissaka is? don't care don't, yeah, yeah. no but I've not, seen, I've not even heard of him he's supposed to be back fit isn't he yeah. but yeah, yeah but. I haven't seen Trafford Centre I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, there's other reputable shopping centres mm. available yeah okay so I've, you know we're getting on for nearly the break now is the one league two league games left isn't there um, Fulham and Leeds away Fulham and Villa sorry yeah yeah. what am I going about um, what, do you, what do you think the squad's lacking at the moment What you know if we can sign someone in January what's the absolute must someone who puts the ball in it at the yeah. end of the day um, not just a striker and I, I know Ronaldo he's missing enough chance we don't have to keep going about Ronaldo but we're lacking a player of a, of a Tevez or Rooney ilk which I think will be fantastic under that manager yeah. someone yeah. someone who grafts his arse off someone, someone who runs runs in the channels someone who splits defenders not not just a good penalty striker a penalty box striker someone who just does the bits and bobs I know it's, it's, it's easy to find another Rooney or Tevez yeah, so but basically think, we need another yeah, record yeah, so we, need a medic, we need a medical base <laughs> <laughs> is, is it that hard to yeah. ask for if you get someone who scores 20 a season up there but what drags players out of position so that your midfielders, your Fernandes yeah. can, can get in there, your Ericsson's can yeah. get in there, rather than just having someone who stood there and, and yeah. you don't need to listen to my opinion on Ronaldo over and over again and I could take it if he's scoring every chance he does get but he isn't, is he? And, and that, I no. think that's, that would make a massive difference. One thing I will mention though today is that, that last 20 minutes he was coming back and battling hard and you know he deserves some credit for that yeah, because like that's what trying, we give him shit for. trying you know? too hard again. Like when he, when he had the chances as well you could see he obviously wanted to drop deep and Rooney used to do it sometimes as well and he, he's snatching at chances again when he doesn't need to do that and you'd think someone like Ronaldo who's that experienced would know how to 
Just 30p you know. though, yeah. That's the issue of it. As a finisher, and that's the issue I have with him. Is that you can play him up there and you can put up with him not running around this anywhere. If every chance you're getting, which we've supposedly told he does, he scores off and he's not, he's, he's taking three yeah. and four. He's no better than Rashford is. I mean, yeah. Rashford's, what's Rashford up to? Seven this season. He's like comfortably our top scorer. So. I'm just picturing Redra Fennick and Johnny Bobbins when Rashford got that header today. Yeah. <laughs> Devastated. Because <laughs> we were right again. Look, I, I popped up and I went, take that, take that. You do X message more, lads. <laughs> Stuart, what's your thoughts on you know what positions do we need? Is it just striker should, what we should be looking for, or is the others? I mean, we're going to need a backup sure, right back, surely, at some point. Fucking hell! Oh, probably still a right back. You know, we're going to presume Wambazaka's going at some point. If he he's gets played it. a lot of minutes now, Delano that's what I mean. So, it, so he, 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 need, he needs yeah. that pressure maybe now of let's let's hope he doesn't get comfortable like Luke Shaw did, and you know with Malassia coming in. So maybe another right back. Again, we're presuming that Wambazaka's off to. Off to uh, wherever. Yeah. Is he ever team. present? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's probably yeah. by, he's right up there in games played. We're quite, I say, comfortable in midfield. Casemiro was, we, yeah, he's showing his quality now, isn't he? He's becoming Mr. Consistent, really. I know he, didn't, he wasn't brilliant today, but none of them um, three in midfield were brilliant today. But he's, he's class, isn't he? And if he can stay in, uh, injury free, then, you know, this season, next season, we don't need to worry about that position. Plenty of others who can come in and do a job. The likes of Fred, you know, but Bruno, Bruno needs to improve. He needs to improve the quality. He's he's churning out every week. He's 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 gone from like being a nine every week to like a seven every week. So he needs to improve. But obviously, with that, you need someone like we just said about running in behind and Goals, that striker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. As good as Ericsson was when we talked about today, he, he, it's a man who's used to score 10, 15 goals a season. He's, yeah. he's not scored for us yet. He's not scored you know, all this season. And, um, He's got, he's got his goals. Yeah. The, the, the problem with us right now is goals. You need that person so, to make the run for Ericsson or Bruno to be able to find that yeah. pass, don't you? Obviously. Yeah, definitely. Are you going to get the league table up for us, John? Because I want yeah, to see well, where, where we're, 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 we're up to, to top now. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're fifth at the minute, but if we win our game in and we go in into the top four, fourth, and then we level yeah. with Tottenham in third. Yeah, so. yeah. Could we have asked for more at this point? Yeah. Well, not after the first two games. No. Um, I'm pleased with it, mate. Should have beat Chelsea, should have beat Newcastle. We would have liked to the City game was a bit tight. But again, we're looking at strikers. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about strikers. Um, they're very the easy to win the game. The amount of goals we scored, like looking at the goal difference already, I think we're still minus, are we? Something like that. Oh, no, plus yeah, one zero. now. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. just gone plus one, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so That's gotta be looking at it, like I said on Thursday, looking at it. When it gets to the World Cup, if we're, if we're in that top four, I'll be pleased with that. What a city yeah, and as, as, as I did say the other night as well, though, we've, we've played. Of the top 13 now, I think we've played 11 of the top 13 as, as part of our 12 games. So, yeah. on paper, we've, we've basically got the bottom six. So, how many points are the teams above us? Um, so, you've got Arsenal are Five, seven six. points. Uh, so, Arsenal are eight points above us. Game in hand. Um, game in hand. We're playing well again. No, we, we're level with Arsenal at eight, eight points. They've had the same games. City six points above us, the same games. And you've got Tottenham three above us. And we've got a game in hand. Newcastle, one of us with a game in hand. So. What Arsenal and City's goal difference? Plus 20 or something? Yeah, you don't need to. And how many, right how many were we, are we above yeah, Liverpool? Yeah, no. the difference where we Liverpool? Are, well, yes. Let me just keep scrolling, mate. I'm not going to watch back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool. Just level with Crystal Palace, yeah, Liverpool. So we're seven points above. Seven points above. Well, you yeah. Use yeah, Arsenal yeah. as an example. They've got Jesus this year. How many has he scored? 8, uh, 10 maybe. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know they're plus twenty. So that's 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 the bar at the moment. We're He'd be good in our team. We're fifteen yeah. goals light, aren't we? Off there. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's either one striker or a couple of midfielders chipping yeah. in with three or four as well. Even still, they've had an advantage because they play the shit every week. The thing is as well, City will sell players to Arsenal. They'd never yeah. sell them to us, would they? Oh, no. So you know you'd be looking they at. They got Zinchenko as well, didn't they? For, for, yeah, for a fairly yeah. good team. And they, you know, they've sold Sterling to Chelsea. They wouldn't have sold him. No, either. Well, you know, yeah, you might say good, yeah. but the point remains, doesn't it? it still you know, 
we can't get these players that them, them lot can because nobody cares about them. Okay, so yeah, um, just lastly, um, we'll go around for man of the match. Um, John, if you got. I thought Rashford was brilliant and entertaining to watch, but considering the, the way the game went and obviously the, the fact that uh, Maguire's obviously getting a bit of stick, I thought Martinez was absolutely phenomenal today. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Luke Shaw. Yeah. Enough, yeah. I, I agree with that. I said, I said at the beginning of the podcast, the left hand side of our defence, them two yeah. together uh, are brilliant, but Martinez, superb. Yeah, I'm going to give it to uh, Marcus Rashford, MBE. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, again, good goal, like we were saying earlier, sort of touched on the same sort of things. I thought it was just a really good performance from him, and that, like we were saying, that confidence that just wasn't there before, like last season, where he do that thing where he'd get the ball and before he'd take someone on, and then he'd just stop and pass it sideways or like almost sort of shrink up. But he seems to be able to, he's got that sort of fearlessness back about him, which I like. Well, I'm delighted to tell you all that you're all wrong. And it was um, <laughs> Diogo Delo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going there again. To be fair, I think you lads might have le might have left the ground by the time those um, back post headers came in because no, it was absolutely it. incredible how we got them away um, a couple of times as well. So, yeah, I'm giving it a lot anyway. I So games before in the league before um, the break then. So we've got the two away games. How many points are we looking for from them? At least six, I'd say, from the two. Um, Absolutely maximum. Fulham will be tricky. Fulham are doing all right. They're good to yeah, watch yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, you've got to get six points, haven't you? Yeah. I think the team's at a point now where I don't go, oh, right, we shouldn't be winning this, we shouldn't be winning that. We, we're controlling games, we're creating chances, but yeah. you've got to take your chances. It's a big difference from last year. Again, these sort of teams, like we saw Newcastle, you know, we, we probably were lost that game last year. We're controlling these sort of games more now, so our fanciest for maximum points. I wish um, Gerard was still in charge because <coughs> yeah. it could have got. Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's yeah. going to be the issue, I reckon. Yeah, I think yeah. even though we've been creating 15, 20 chances a game, I still think we're we're, we're going to drop at least two points from them two games just because we've not got the qualities to finish and put teams away. Mm. I think Emery's as well is going to be a big test for that. You know, we were talking about teams that play with a low block. Yeah. Last time. Uh, well, the last time United lost to a new Emery side, I'm thinking right to say was the Villarreal Europa League final, and that was the same yeah. issue. Solskjaer and Ragnick and you know a lot of managers post Ferguson have had teams like that that sit deep and frustrate United, and then they end up relying on to beating them on the counter attack. And if United can get a result against Villa, and we've seen it before today, we've seen it as well against like I was saying uh, against Ammonia and against Sheriff. If they can start breaking down teams like that, then that solves a massive problem. I think now we've got Casemiro and Eriksen. Mm. I think it plays into our hands sitting off yeah. us a bit, because I, you know, I think I'd rather that because eventually we will score. I think. And that's the thing before yeah. with McTominay and Fred together, it was just far too static. Yeah. There was just nothing going on. No, and they're not just not not as intelligent mm. as those two are. They, no. You know, not as intricate with a passing, not as composed. You know, it's all a bit always always a bit rushed, weren't it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, thanks everybody that bought the mag. Um, the John Murter interview was inside, and there's a lot of interesting things to read there. That that is part one of the interview. Um, we'll be back against Aston Villa at home in the Carabao Cup, and we'll be doing a podcast from that. But thanks to everybody that bought the mag, and if you haven't got it yet, um, it will be on sale there, and also in all good news agents. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers.